Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Now, if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. Find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, and you can subscribe to the podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, I'm being joined on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Steve Rondo. How are you? Doing really well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So for those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction. Yeah, my name's Steve Rondo. I live in Nahant, Mass., which is up on the North Shore, beach town. Grew up in Central Mass., and I've been sort of singing and writing songs now for the past seven years. And I think as a, as a broader band, we got our start playing in the bars across Boston and, and places down on the Cape in the summer. And during COVID, we started recording. That was all like cover band stuff. And then we started recording original songs during, during COVID and kind of learning to produce and stuff. And since then, we haven't really looked back on the original music and started booking our own shows for that. And when we met at a Levitate Music Festival, that was our first festival. So things slowly progressing, and, and yeah, we're just psyched about it. So you mentioned the band. Who is not here tonight? So the rest of the band, uh, it's, it's a five-piece band. The lead guitarist that I play with is one of my best friends named Richie Aversa. Uh, we've been playing together since college. And then our keys player is a friend of mine that I grew up with named Keelan Smithers. And the drummer also went to college with Richie and I. His name's Eric Donovan. And then our bass player is Trevor Knowles, who we poached from another friend's band. He still plays in both. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned this a moment ago, about a month ago in July, we met at the Levitate Music Festival. That was your first festival. So talk about yeah. that experience. What was that like for you? I mean, that was incredible it's sort of been like a goal. I've sort of been explaining it as like six years ago. That was like a, an absolute fantasy. Then like a couple of years later, it was a dream. And then a couple of years later, it became a real goal that we wanted to achieve. So yeah, I think we, we hit it at a time that felt good for us taking the opening slot for that festival. It's just like such an incredible community that Levitate has built down here on the South shore too. And just to be included and to be a part of that has been really special. So fantastic. Really yeah. What's available for music online? If people want to uh, check out your stuff after listening to tonight's yeah. interview, where, where, where can they go? What can they find? Yeah. On, on Spotify or the other streaming services, it's all just Steve Rondo. You can like keep up with what we're doing on socials. It's at, on Instagram. It's Steve underscore Rondo. I think Facebook is Steve Rondo music. Yeah. If you really just search Steve Rondo, it's, I think something Hopefully it will come up familiar. <laughs> That's great. You've got the entire rig in there tonight. We're going to do things yeah. solo acoustic, but what are we starting off the night with? Uh, we're going to start with a song of mine called Afternoon Rebellion. It's the second song we put out. It's almost two years old now. Yeah, I guess that's all i got to say about that one, but well, let's hear it. Probably my personal favorite. So We have Steve Rondo on the tiny stage. It's all yours, 95.9 WATD.
Ticking clocks in 27 Around the corner It goes on and on and on Year after Falling out From my minority Took a breath and welcome Sea breeze Yes, I'm What a great way to start the night. Steve Rondo live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that song happen? Yeah, that song was one that I wrote the week before I was turning 27. This was a couple of years ago. It's sort of about kind of having a little panic attack on a Friday afternoon and like needing to get out of the house because it was feeling a little claustrophobic while experiencing those feelings. Yeah, I wrote it on a bench close to my, at that point, apartment, and it was just looking out at the water. It was middle of December, but it was really warm. And it's sort of like addressing all the fears that I have in my life, which on like a micro level is just like that sort of, where where is my life going? And then on the macro level, it was like addressing in the song things like, wow, why is it so warm in the middle of December and like global warming type things? But... Yeah, it was one of the first songs that I sort of started working on in learning production. And the, the original version that I put out two years ago is like this 82-track song, like lots of audio tracks, and I needed to find a way to play it live. So uh, this tapping style was something that I learned by watching a guy named Ben Howard from England, very successful artist. Yeah, I, I started applying that style. I had the opportunity to open for Dermot Kennedy last summer, and I, that was the first time playing it in that style, and it got a really good reception. So now it's just like sort of the, the way I play it now. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite ones I've written lyrically and seems to be connecting with people. So it's been, it's been cool. That's awesome. That's Steve Rondo on the tiny stage on 95.9 WATD. Let's go back in time. Talk about when music first became part of your life. It's sort of always been around. My parents, growing up, were always playing, like, Bruce Springsteen and James Taylor and um, Bonnie Raitt around the house. And I always loved, like, sort of singing along. And I feel fortunate that those are all such amazing songwriters and lyricists as well as just musicians. So I also had an uncle that would play the guitar around the holidays. 
uh, in the kitchen when like um, during cooking Thanksgiving dinner and stuff. And I knew I always wanted to do that, but it wasn't really till college when I started. I had picked up the guitar several times prior to that in high school and middle school and everything, but never stuck. But it was really when this, I saw Ben Howard doing that tapping style. I was like, wow, I really want to learn how to do that and write songs like that. And yeah, so since college, that's really. What's the moment that you realize that this is something you want to do as a career? Probably when I saw Ben Howard play Depth Over Distance at a KCRW. Um, It was like a YouTube video. And I was like, wow, that is exactly how I want to sound and play and write. It just captivated me. And it came at a time where I think I was, again, feeling not super confident in myself or or not really uh, knowing what I wanted to do with my future in college. I felt like I was surrounded by a lot of people that did know. But it was like the one true sort of thing where I was like, wow, I love this so much and I want to do that. It, It was like the true north for me. It was the only thing that really ever had has given me still to this day has given me like that much guidance on something or that much of an, an attraction. So, so when that confidence level kind of clicked and, and things started happening for you, talk about that moment. Do you remember that moment when things went from just being a, a hobby playing on benches, playing in your bedroom to actually like performing in front of people? I don't know if there ever was like the casual side for me. I suppose it was that time in college because prior to that, it like when I mentioned being in high school and kind of putting it down, it wasn't even that I made a real hobby of it. It was like I would put it down and wouldn't touch it again. But it was in, in that time in college when like I I came across these songwriters that I really loved, like Ben Howard, for instance. And I was just like, man, I need to do that. I'd say that it, it was never from there. It was like I'm going I, I started to learn to sing, play guitar and write and perform all at the same time. I would go to open mics and like make a total fool of myself, just not ready for that kind of thing. But I, I was determined to like throw myself into the fire in Somerville at the Burren and the lizard lounge and play in front of people. Tom Bianchi's. Yeah. Legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's do more of your stuff. What are we listening to next? Next one is called uh, Walden. It's the kind of the first wasn't the first song I wrote, but it's the only one I still play. That was like the earliest one, if that makes sense. Well, let's hear it. We have Steve Rondo live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours whenever you're ready. Cool. castle and stranger it seemed you should turn God and me and I Fog that's unclear, my dear. What the hell are you doing here? Walden, I yearn for something more. Our intentions were lost. This is nothing serious at all. That's what told me from the start. That's what you told me Die, make a tree. 
how to feel and what you want. When we were wildflowers dancing in the dark. Rondo on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that song happen, Steve? That was one from uh, from the college days. It's kind of the, my little angsty tune. Yeah, I think it was just lyrically something I was proud of. It was a bit of a cathartic writing of a situation, of just thing, a relationship not really going the way you wanted, even though that was sort of predetermined at the beginning of the relationship it was like this isn't going anywhere but you, in the back of your mind you're still sort of hopeful it does i think a lot of people sort of experience from at some point in their lives absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked at the top of the show about how you opened the levitate music festival back in july which was an incredible experience lots of great talents share that stage with you yeah. in addition to that though you've also shared the stage with a, a number of amazing people and even some influences of yours. So talk about yeah. who you've performed with over the years. I mean, it, just from from that festival alone, bands like Melt and Ripe, who have, I've, I've been like listening to them like crazy the past few years. But you take a band like Ripe specifically, that is like from Boston and, and Berkeley and sort of like paving the way for uh, a lot of, they've like create. I feel like they've sort of pioneered a whole scene around Boston and, and, yeah, bands like Q-Tip Bandits that have sort of just like been taking off the past couple of years. It's it's been really cool to see and just something that I certainly would love to be a part of and and like sort of I'm just grateful to be in a city where there's is good music around and and really talented musicians and songwriters because I think there's so much just around US music and and popular music that I don't feel like it totally exists like the whole that whole la scene and everything it's not really around in boston and i'm I'm, i feel sort of grateful for that maybe a little bit um just really good songwriters is all i'm trying to say there's lots of great music in la as well but yeah who's somebody you wish you could share the stage with someday oh man so many people so many right now i'm loving the band gang of youths australian band i would love to share the stage with them i'd love to share the stage with sam fender War on Drugs, any of those like big wall of sound rock bands. If anything, just to learn how they do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we are running up against our first break of the 9 o'clock hour. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share, too, with Steve Rondo here on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, back in a few. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio tonight by singer-songwriter Steve Rondo. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, I'm very Thank happy you. to be here. Thanks my pleasure. Me. Thanks for making this work. Of course. Give yourself another introduction, if you would. Uh, my name is Steve Rondo. I'm from Nahant, Mass. That's where I live now. My girlfriend, our two cats and our dog, grew up in the Wachusett area of Central Mass and, yeah, just been a songwriter for the past seven years or so and building slowly throughout New England across Cape and then Boston and now we're starting to play down New York. 
Fantastic. Congrats. And you you played the uh, Levitate Music Festival last month. It was fantastic. You yes. opened up for a, a, a huge number of people, a three-day festival that's really you know built itself into something as well. Like you were mentioning earlier, there's just so much going on around here when it comes to oh, yeah. live music and festivals and just overall talent. Absolutely. Yeah. Levitate's an institution. That's for sure. They've built an incredible community here. So, Speaking of which, share your website, share uh, your socials. Where can people find you? Yeah, my website is steverondomusic.com. Socials is Steve underscore Rondo on Instagram and Steve Rondo Music on Facebook. And yeah, I think if you just type in Steve Rondo into Google, I, I think we, we come up there. So. <laughs> so if somebody puts your name into something like Spotify, what comes up? Oh yeah, same thing, Steve Rondo. Just, it'll, it'll be all of, I think we have uh, seven songs out right now. And I hear too. There's a new EP in the works. Uh, we're hoping to do an album this this late fall or this winter. We're um, sort of locking down the details with the producer that we're psyched to work about. I'll keep it at that for now. Because Sounds I, good. Yeah. If somebody wants to step to date, the social is the best place to uh, step to date on the progress. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Let's do more live stuff. What is next? Next, I'm going to do a cover by. I was talking about Ben Howard a lot earlier. Huge inspiration, and, and I'm a big fanboy of him. But this is a song that came out on his album just this past month called Days of Lantana. The album is called Is It? It's his fifth album, and he plays with all these really cool, just like delay sounds, and, and his lyrics are just poetry to me. So, yeah, I'd love to play it. This song absolutely captivated me the first time I heard it. Let's hear it. We have Steve Rondo on the tiny stage, 95.9 WHD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Slinging past your Sundays and river time. Agatha and I go down to the Citadel Sunday, pet church bells and moon on the rise. If you were to tell her days are numbered, I'd break the teeth. Smile. Maybe in a rare wind, maybe in a month of Sundays, maybe in a war I would still read the wrong signs. Dave, don't mind it, being in the darkness, baby. Be by your side, I would walk the Nile twice. Days of Lantana. Saint with a cross and a hammer, radiation of the Cherenkov kind. So we go walking on birds at the window, talking iterations of a faint June shine. Agatha and I go down to the citadel winning things that graciously came to mind. Gather in the day in some make arrangements, some know the way and they just walk a straight line. Curly's the baker's boy. Living for the harvest nights He turns to me, says something like The world only turns twice Once for the laughter Once for the memories after All the rest is just kicking through the weather and the fines Then we go dancing, well Twist turns and all things fancy I blame the baker's boy, that's what I had on my mind. You in the 
here now Me in the far bar I'd wait forever if they gave me enough time So we go walking on birds at the window Talking jubilation in the faint June shine That was cool. Steve Rondo live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. That was a, a cover of, you said Ben Howard? Yeah. Very cool. So obviously that was a cover, but I want to talk about your uh, voice for a moment here. How did you find the voice that we're hearing tonight? How did you find your singing voice? Uh, I, I think it's completely sort of attributed to playing live. I don't think that song is particularly a great example because that is a really low sort of intimate sounding voice. But on the other songs played earlier, just learning how to project in a bar when you're learning how to like read the feedback of a room, like what was turning heads and what made me feel really good singing, what sort of conveyed the emotion that I was trying to get through in the lyrics and the the song. So yeah, I think a lot of it was just that trial and error of playing live at open mics or at bars throughout Boston and stuff. And keeping what I liked and definitely getting rid of things that weren't working. So talk about the evolution of your overall sound, your songwriting. Yeah. It definitely started with like trying to do the, I was, I've always been hyper-focused on lyrics from you know, 70 years ago till now, but I really was into sort of that like intimate songwriter, acoustic indie folk type thing. And I, I really wanted to play like quiet rooms sort of, if I ever got to the point, still trying to get to the point of playing little theaters and things like that and having like a dead silent room. That's sort of where things started, like hyper-focused, like lyrics front and center in the mix. And then I knew I needed to get better at playing live. So we started taking gigs after college, just wherever we could get them. We'd play like breweries and beer gardens on the Cape. And then as it moved up to Boston and playing like bars and clubs late at night, it was just by necessity for those cover gigs to play really upbeat stuff, things that people wanted to move to. I found a whole new love for that kind of thing and started listening to more, like I was mentioning before, like War on Drugs or like Sam Fender and even like Bruce Springsteen, just having like the real anthemic Americana rock sound that got people happy and, and moving. And there's so much energy and emotion in those so- in songs from those types of bands and artists it was like oh that i i want to do that like i have a blast playing live i don't want to just be this quiet folk singer i want to like make some ruckus and and yeah so that's sort of how that evolved and we should mention too that what you're hearing now is not necessarily what you hear on stage because you have a band let's talk about the band for a second yeah did you guys all come together so three of us met in college um second half of college when I joined an acapella group to, again, to just learn how to sing. So that's where I met Richie and Eric, who are the guitarist and drummer, respectively, in the band. And after college, it was really just Richie and I doing a lot of duo guitar stuff when we were playing out. And as we started getting the slightly bigger gigs, we needed a drummer to sort of fill out the sound. So that's when Eric came in the picture. Then there's Keelan on keys, who... He's also like my chief songwriting collaborator. Um, he's an incredible singer and and has an amazing ear for all music. But when it comes to thinking through lyrics, he's quite talented with that as well. And then Trevor, when we started filling out the band, we're like, well, we have to have a bass with all this other stuff. So uh, we found Trevor from our, our friend's band, and um, he started joining in on that. So really in the past say it's been the past four or five years when we started we've been in this full band form and that was more like this acoustic rock thing with when with covers and um over covid i was like very adamant about like making the electric guitar switch and uh that's kind of a lot of what we were recording now and what we plan to record on the upcoming album we're gonna do 
Fantastic. And share the, the website again, the socials, so people can sure stay up to date on, on the progress of that new record and everything else you guys are doing. Yeah, it's uh, Steve underscore Rondo on Instagram. It's probably the most active social media thing I'm on. And then uh, the website's steverondomusic.com. Cool. Let's hear more music from you. What are we listening to next? This next one is not out yet, but it's another one of my favorites. I've been sitting on it for three years now. It's called Flowers of La Jolla. Let's hear it. It'll probably be the last song on the album, sort of the closer. Very cool. We've got uh, Steve Rondo live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WHD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Just races I could never outrun Cadence The axiom of a fading summer sky I was never ready Always on time Picking wildflowers in La Jolla Wondering did I ever know you Do I walk these cliffs Wake myself from dreaming Bundle the memories together A bouquet to last forever Put my faith in them I'll be seeing you in the morning Fraction of my memory Is this all what was meant to be? After all, nothing's ever as it seems Well, it's all for the better Least that's how I will remember Found the white birch tree That fell in our morning Picking wildflowers in La Jolla Wondering, did I ever know ya? Do I walk these cliffs? Wake myself from dreaming Bundle the memories together A bouquet to last forever Put my faith in them I'll be seeing you in the morning Excellent. Steve Rondo live on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that one happen, Steve? That one was actually that. that it was another song that I wrote just all lyrically first, and I, I blew up the lyrics to it. I just destroyed it because I didn't think it was that great and then ended up rewriting parts of it into that. And I think a lot of what this upcoming record that we're going to record is about is basically the past 10 years my life in my 20s as i mentioned earlier like just the uh like sort of feeling lost at that point and then this song is like the coming to terms with sort of growing up in that youth and that adolescence period and like getting comfortable with that and accepting it and just knowing that like all the memories that you've ever had in your life sort of come together as like being grateful for them and they've made you who you are and just like trusting that you know, going forward in life, you're going to be okay because of you've just had this incredible existence with people that you love and care about. A gratitude, song about gratitude, really. I love it. 
Let's continue the conversation we started earlier about songwriting. Yeah. When did you first realize that people wanted to hear your songs? <laughs> I think I forced them on people for a while. When did it start happening? I think when I started, like, the tapping stuff, that has always turned heads a little bit. People are like, oh, that's something different that I haven't seen before. And when I started projecting my voice, and I think I think when I started writing songs that were, I think a lot of people kind of say this when it comes to writing songs, when you start writing things that are just pretty brutally honest and sometimes you're embarrassed to share, three typically pretty relatable things. Now, do you have any songs that are too personal to share still? Uh, yeah, I think so. There's There's a couple kicking around that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when is the song ready? When is it finished? When is it ready to be shared live oh, or recorded? I wish I knew. Like, I think Afternoon Rebellion, that first one played, was a great example. It's like, I recorded it one way, put it out, and now I want to re-record it a different way with, like, the tapping style and everything. But I honestly, I think, I think if you listen to something and you sit with it for a few weeks and you share it with people that you're close with, and they like it, and you like it, and it makes you feel a certain way, it's ready. I go back and forth constantly. I'm like trying not to overthink things, and then constantly overthinking things, and, and it's this constant tug of war. But when something's good, I think there's a, there's a general instinct that you can't quite explain that sort of tells you. You mentioned a, a song or two ago that you've been co-writing with a bandmate. Talk about that experience. How has co-writing affected the outcome of your songs yeah so I, I run everything by keelan in our band outside of him though and and like obviously sharing with the other band members but when it comes to actually like writing lyrics and stuff keelan's the one but outside of the band i, I don't really do any co-writing i think i'm probably a huge hassle to be around because i am a bit of a control freak with, with <laughs> lyrics and yeah i've, I've tried uh, on, on a couple occasions writing with you know like other friends like I can probably count on one hand that's when that's happened. And I, I don't know. I think I'd, it, I'm just most successful with it when I'm like sitting alone and I'm not distracted and can like be somewhere quiet. And usually it happens when I'm walking, I'll start writing songs in my head and then I'll start writing them down while I'm walking. But yeah, collaborating I, I, when it comes to music, like writing the, the instrumentals and everything, I completely lean on the band for that too. Cause they're so talented at what they do. I simply could never do that on my own. And they just bring a whole different texture to the, like if you, you're hearing me right now playing solo, you go listen to our stuff on Spotify. It has this whole other band sound that is completely responsible. There is the whole band is responsible for that. Um, so take us through that journey. You've, you've got a song, you've got it written down, you wrote yep. it yourself. You take it to the band. How does it progress from just the thought in your head to the full band production? Yeah, so I'll, I'll usually at home nowadays. This is sort of how I do it: is I'll I'll write the song, I'll demo it out with like basic guitar, programmed drums, and and bass. With I'll play the bass the way I play guitar, basically, and I'll then I'll bring that demo to the band and be like, "Hey, here's the next song that we're think we should work on," and then we'll basically workshop it from there. That we've very often we like change the progression around a little bit. We add like solos and interludes or we change melody parts that after getting everyone's sort of feedback and input on it and then the songs take shape from there and then once the band is sort of locked in on what the song's going to sound like we go and record it in the studio once we're all on the same page fantastic and on average is there like a timeline does it take a certain amount of time for it to go from idea to completion yeah i mean it can take for instance, Flowers of La Jolla that I just played isn't even out yet. And uh, that one's been written for three years. Sometimes they're quick. Sometimes it could be like <laughs> several months. And then we sit on them for a while and they, they go through a lot of iterations. Like I've recorded probably seven or eight different demos of Flowers of La Jolla. And it's all down to just like not choosing a production style I like for it. So, yeah, they exist for a while. I think you end up hearing a lot of them live if, if you're at like a show or a gig, we play them a lot live to sort of test them out and see what we like. And then it'll be a couple of years until it comes out. We're, we need to refine that process, though. It's not too efficient. <laughs> well, let's do more live stuff from you. What are we listening to next? Uh, this next one is we called... Two more left. Uh, yep. Yeah, this next one is called Matches. This is the first song we put out. And it's about sort of chasing the musical dream. 
Well, let's hear it. We have Steve Rondo live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WHD. Whenever you're ready, it is all yours. So close now, I told you I would be Pulling in my rope and I'm ready to leave Fire in your soul has been the stone of my belief No, you can't burn indefinitely I'm sorry, cause I know you know need Oh, 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 the ground beneath your feet Running out tomorrow's And if fate loves the feelings We should go Oh, oh So complicated I can't lie in this bed Even though I made it Here we are With matches and ultimatums Let's burn it to the ground See what it's made of Running out Tomorrow And if fate loves the fearless, we should go. We're running out tomorrow. And if fate loves the fearless, we should go. Fantastic. Steve Rondo on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? So that one, the original guitar riff, like the... That was something I wrote in college. It was a riff that I fell in love with. Always knew I wanted to use it for something. And we just sat on it for, I think, four years (laughs) to talk about, like, songs taking forever to put out. And we did a couple writing sessions with Keelan and I. Our lead guitarist, Richie, just sitting in... Richie and I used to live together in Charlestown. And we were just sitting in our living room, just sort of looping that progression. And and just, we have a whole voice memo on our phone that's like two hours long, just 
talking the lyrics into existence. And to this day, I think it's like some of our favorite like little verses that we've written. And at, at the time, Keelan was, he had ambitions of playing Major League Baseball and he, he got signed with the New York Mets on their minor league team. And we were just sort of experiencing similar feelings of like wanting to chase our respective dreams and stuff. And how could we tell that story in a non-corny way? So the song takes this form of like speaking to yourself or like a partner and like essentially carpe diem, like seizing the day and going for it. Because if you don't, it's just going to fade away with time. And yeah, so. Very cool. Love it. Thank you. That is Steve Rondo, the guest tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. We are on the Tiny Stage. Back in a few with one more song from Steve Rondo. 95.9 WATD. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. By the way, if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Simply search Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, being joined in studio for one more song from Steve Rondo. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for making this work. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. One final time, give yourself an introduction. Yeah, my name's Steve Rondo. Uh, I'm from Nahant, Mass., beach town just north of Boston. And um, yeah, we're here playing some songs. Excellent. <laughs> Share the website, the socials, what's out there for music, all that good stuff. Yeah, the, my socials uh, for Instagram, it's Steve underscore Rondo. It's steverondomusic.com for the website. And you can just search Steve Rondo on the streaming platforms and on Google and stuff, and we should come up. Fantastic. So you pull up your Spotify playlist, you put on a song, and you say, man, I wish I wrote that song. What is it? There's so many. I think if you ask me today, right now, it would be... The Deepest of Sighs and Frankest of Shadows by Gang of Youths. I think that's sort of my favorite one at the moment. Now, is there a song you wish was never written? A song you cannot stand to listen to? A lot of mine, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of the ones. That I love your never, stuff. Never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. well, we have time for one more song that you do want to play. So what are we closing out the night with? Um, this one is going to be... Yeah, it's called Yuppie Boys. It's not out yet, and... About our time spent playing in in Southie and just sort of the things you live and experience while while there in your twenties. Cool. Well, let's hear it, Steve. Thank you again. Get home safely. Best of luck with everything. The new record, all that good thank stuff. You. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Ninety-five nine WATD. One final time. It's Steve Rondo. It's all yours. Yuppie boys Lining Broadway Up and down the block Waiting in lines Starving nights Picking pretty girls apart It's revelry It's you and me Desperate lovers in the dark Sleepless nights Intertwined Just two lonely kids Looking for a spark Hey! Gentrified Socialites It's all about getting what you want It's blind desire It's wildfire It's tearing us apart 
Rigged elsewhere, Friday night affairs. Self destruction gone too far. These escapist kids seek relief from their millennial funk. Walking home with your hand in mine And 